0: Four people
1: in there. Hey, what's going yeah. on? We were
0: just looking at you were seeing who's here. Yeah. He was looking into the next video. Yeah, I'm looking over there and then looking at the other video. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm supposed to subscribe to that person. Like, <laughs> 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 All
1: right. I'm gonna figure out how to do that one of these days. That'll be yeah, funny. funny. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, we didn't know if anybody was in here, so he was checking yeah. to see if anybody was in here. So I don't want to be like talking to nobody.
0: You're starting to come in. Okay, that's good. There's like four or five. They're coming in now. So yeah,
1: it's yeah. a haunting Mondays. Yeah. Again, I apologize for us not doing a movie review yesterday. We just didn't have time to watch the movie, and I felt she's like she's getting over ass. being sick. Yeah. I mean, I feel much better today. I didn't feel great this morning. Oh. Like I felt kind of puky and like shit. But then um, I took some cold medicine, and I was, yeah. I was all right. So I feel a lot better now. It's a little. I have a little bit of cough, but that's it'll be what better
0: I, by the end of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. They'll
1: yeah. be fine. But uh yeah, so we did watch an episode of <coughs> halting last night. And again, I'm trying to go I'm trying to go and kind of get all the all the ones in the first four seasons that we haven't covered as I mentioned before. I like this one I forgot all about it. I did too and like I, this is another one that I was yeah. just kind of like I always kind of like forget about it but then I yeah. was watching it and I was like oh yeah I remember this and I remember these people and shit like that and this was actually like a really good episode like yeah. it was like pretty creepy you know what I mean. Yeah and it had
0: some good special effects in it and it had some good uh, spiritual angles of helping ghosts go c- cross over to the other side. Kind of like something out of the Frighteners. It was pretty good. Yeah. good they showed the ghost ghost was ghost was telling his wife and his daughter to shut up not listen to what the psychic was saying and he was trying to help him go on to the other side and he kind of
1: yeah the ghost was uh kind of a dick
0: yeah and they kind just <laughs> the, the story that they use in this is that it was uh a dude molesting his daughter and the daughter told the mom and the mom was like is it true you know and they're back in the 50s and driving the car and he's like well what are you going to do about it and she pulls the wheel and kills everybody in the car she's like that's what I'm going to do about it, motherfucker car. I ain't yeah. playing right now I don't know <laughs> if there's any, any historical data to back any of this up uh, yeah I, I kind of but it guess, happened it, it had to do with a, a look like a motorcycle and a car wreck and a motor it was it looked like a motorcycle wreck that involved a car out in the front of somebody's front yard which woke this spirit, these spirits up? Yeah, even
1: though the two accidents were like unrelated. Yeah, they were unrelated. Yeah, we'll get into that. What? Hence, why they call it the Awakening, mm-hmm. I guess. The Awakening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking make all kinds of fucking.
1: I don't know why. Yeah, up. it's like one. Once that yeah. is, Anthony Call still alive? Yeah. Like
0: the narrator. The enclosening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
0: the fuck is that? Because because you, you, because
1: you could yeah. do you could do voiceovers for paranormal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think that fucking would right. be. Yeah, you'd have a great time. Yeah. Especially if I was drinking. Well, yeah. You just, like, <laughs> sit there in the audio booth. I had to have you. With some tequila. Yeah. You'd have to
0: have me fucking. You'd have to get me laughing, though. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to fucking talk me up. There. <laughs> and... <laughs> the enclosing. <laughs> the awakening. The devil's child.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, right. there you go. Yeah. I have to say there was actually a quite decent horror movie called The Awakening uh, that had Rebecca Hall in it that came out back in, I want to say it was 2011 or 2014 or something like that, but it was really good. It was kind of like an old school ghost story. Didn't love the end, but um, it was good otherwise. Hugo said, hello guys, Jenny, hope you feeling better. Yes, I actually do feel much better today. I'm still not 100%, but... I feel like about 100 times better than I did yesterday. I I felt like complete ass yesterday. And I don't usually get sick. I think it was just because, I don't know, I guess it was just because I was tired and I hadn't had much sleep and like, you know, all the stress and everything like that, like all the driving and all that kind of stuff. So maybe my immune system was suppressed or something because I normally don't get uh, colds.
0: I have no idea if any notifications of the fucking live stream came out, sent out. Because there's, there's nobody here. There's hardly anybody in here. So Maybe like nobody gives a shit today. They didn't give a shit, or they didn't get the <laughs> notification. YouTube's kind of spotty with notifications.
1: Well, the thing about it, though, is that we do it at the same time, like, every yeah. Monday. So you'd think that, like, if people right. were really hardcore, they would okay. know about
0: it. All right, well, let's just go ahead and get into the case, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this was from Season 4, uh, Episode 2, as I mentioned, called The Awakening. I have to say that the people that were in this one, like the husband and wife, they seemed pretty credible. Like, they didn't really seem... And they were both cops. Yeah. Or they both worked for the police department. They both worked in law enforcement. So I kind of feel like maybe... I don't know. Particularly the woman. She seemed very level-headed. So... And even though some of the stuff that happens in this episode is kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm not... I don't really think she was making it up, you know? Yeah. She didn't seem like she was
0: making it up. No, it's, no it seemed it seems sincere to me. Yeah. Something happened. Because
1: some of the people yeah. on here, you're just kind of like, really? Yeah. Mm, okay. But, like, these two seemed like they were pretty down to earth, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And and so did the, the psychic. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't seem as out there as like some. Yeah, he wasn't super flaky like some of the other ones. He seemed like kind of. He seems like a working class kind of psychic. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which I thought was kind of nice. We kind of came across a little bit more like a parapsychologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like with a spiritual angle.
1: Yeah, not like some of those like New Agey kind of. He didn't come across like that.
0: Hand me my crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. Put salt around some shit. Ghost, (laughs) Ghost can walk through a wall, but it can't walk through salt. That's the rules. Yeah, rules. Well, those maybe are the if you rules believe in the that rule, I just made up. Maybe if you believe in the rules, the ghost <laughs> has to believe in the rules too. Maybe so, but not in my experience.
1: You know, not really. No, I mean that would be pretty lame if like yeah. you, you get to be a ghost and you're like, awesome, I'm a ghost, and then it's like, yeah. what? I can't walk through a salt. Yeah, because, like because, that's some
0: bullshit, right? Yeah, there. and it's even worse because I can't walk through the salt because this dude thinks I can't walk through the salt. That's like, yeah, I, I don't
1: like that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't like that. I'm a ghost. I can do whatever yeah, the fuck right. I want. You right. know what I'm
0: saying? Right. That's kind of the whole fun of being a ghost, yeah. time, I think. That's some silly shit. It's kind of like those, <laughs> kind of like a damn Chinese vampire. You know, that Chinese vampire can only walk in a straight line and it has to hop and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's hopping. Like that. Yeah. Chinese vampires hop, in case you
1: didn't know. Even all like a lot of those uh, horror movies from back in the day, like the 60s and 70s, had the yeah. hopping vampires and yeah. stuff, which is always like very funny to Western yeah. audiences. Um, but that's just part of the folklore. I don't know. I don't really know like why, uh, where that came from. Maybe because their legs were tied together because they were like mummies. In oh head. yeah, maybe. Maybe something like that. I think some of them only had like one nostril too.
0: Okay.
1: Where did I, where the fuck did I read that? I don't know. I could totally be pulling that out of my ass, but I know I read that somewhere. But I think it was like, because I was just like, that's funny. Specific. All right. So yeah. So the couple at the center of this are named Marcy and Randy I think they said Wyckoff, right? I think that was what their uh, last yeah. name was. I read it. I wasn't sure if I spelled it right, but I think that's what they said. Because the, the, we have all the all the shows on DVD, but none of them have closed captioning. Yes, I'm just well, like, guess, way to say, hey, fuck you, deaf people. I guess that wasn't like a, a big thing then. I guess not. But it's just yeah. like, what? They didn't want to do it? Because I, I always put, you know, yeah. I'm not completely deaf, but I like to put them on anyway, just so I know how to spell people's names and shit. But yeah. they, they don't have them. I don't get it. Hmm. So the first thing that happens, this happens in uh, Bloomington, Illinois, uh, by the way, and it happens in, I think, like, winter of 2003, they said. So the first thing that happens is that, you know, Randy and Marcy are sleeping in their house, and they get woken up by police sirens, like, outside, like, they see the, you know, the red and blue lights or whatever, and so... Randy goes outside to see what the hell is going on and it turns out I mean he's a cop he's a detective so he knows like you know all the cops that are out there like on his lawn and he's like yeah there was this guy on a motorcycle and he lost control of the motorcycle and he hit the tree which I guess was like right in their front yard right? Yeah. Like it right in their front yard. Yeah. So they're taking the guy away in an ambulance. He said, Well, you know, he's conscious or something like that, but you know, we don't we don't know. So we were taking him away in the For ambulance. For some
0: reason I thought there was a car too. No, the... no, no. That it was, was like a a, it was just a motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. He just like lost control and hit a tree. Okay. They showed a car there. There must have been witnesses stopping to see the accident. Yeah, there
1: was like cops and That's shit like wrong. that, like right. all and everybody like rubber hacking right. and why not? Um, he said it was weird because they didn't hear the actual accident, which you'd think they would because the tree was like right there outside their bedroom window, apparently. But they said they got woke up by the lights. Okay. So, so they took the guy away in an ambulance. So as I mentioned, both of these, both this couple lived, worked in uh, law enforcement. Marcy was actually the manager of the, the police dispatch and Randy is a detective and has been for several years. So they both obviously like work really, really long hours. Now, a day or two later, they find out that the guy, the biker guy that hit the tree actually died like from his injuries. And Randy said we were really surprised about that because we got the impression when he was talking to the cops that the, that his injuries weren't that bad, but I guess they were worse than they thought because the guy did actually die. And, um, you know, so they were a little weirded out that the dude had died on their front lawn, which yeah, that would be like a little bit freaky. Now, this isn't a case where they moved into this house. They've lived in this house at this point in 2003 for eight years. And they said they kind of liked it. It's sort of like out in the, not out in the middle of nowhere, but it was kind of out in the middle of the country and like, you know, kind of quiet and everything. So the only other things about them, they have a son named Clint who is in the military and he was deployed in the Middle East. Um, And also they mentioned, and this actually does kind of play into the story a little bit later on, is that Marcy's big dream is that she has always wanted to ride a horse in a Western, like in a movie. And I was like, uh, that's weird." okay. Yeah. Like I said, that's, again, a very specific, very specific yeah. dream. But okay, you know, you do you. So, uh, so yeah. Um, one night, not too long after the motorcycle wreck that killed the guy, they're <laughs> laying on a couch watching a movie, a Western, as it happens. And the lights start flickering. A lot of flickering lights in this episode. Now, obviously, at first, they don't think anything about it. They just think, oh, you know, the electrical's fucked or whatever. We'll figure it out later. So Randy actually mostly works the graveyard shift. So he's usually away at night, as a lot of the men are in these episodes, I notice. So one night when Marcy is home by herself, she hears like kind of a thumping noise, I guess. It sort of sounds like somebody is in the house like in the kitchen or something and so she gets up to go see what the deal is and the lights in the hall like start flickering again now in the kitchen marcy checks the back door which is locked and it doesn't look like anybody came in and she doesn't she looks outside and doesn't see anybody so she's like well she figured it was just her imagination but she's like i'm pretty goddamn sure like i heard somebody in the house and she's not one and her husband said this about her too it's like she's really not one to you know be given to flights of fancy or anything Just like she's very level-headed she's very down to earth and she's not one of these people that just like you know gets hysterical or like makes stuff up so she's kind of like i'm pretty sure i heard somebody in the house but obviously there's nobody here so i must have like imagined it and then later on um one day she's down in the basement And she said that when she was down there in particular, she started to feel like she was being watched all the time. Like somebody was just standing right by her or was like standing over there looking at her or something like that. And it was starting to wig her out. So this one particular day, the light that was flickering all the time, she replaces the bulb that was in the hallway and then, um, she kind of goes just like, oh, that job is done or whatever. And then like, she walks back down the hall and then the light comes on by itself. I will note that she did not say that she saw that. So I don't know if they just did that for the show. You know what I mean? Cause she didn't turn around and go, what the fuck? You know, it was just kind of like, they just made it come on by itself. So apparently Marcy is really stressed out. Um, you know, because of work, you know, she's been working long hours. Like I said, she works in police dispatch, which is probably like a pretty stressful job too. And also because, as I mentioned, their son, Clint, has been deployed to the Middle East and they haven't actually heard from him for a couple of weeks. So they're worried that, you know, they don't they don't know where he's at. So, you know, they have because he hasn't called them. So Randy decides he's going to try and cheer her up. He's like, cause, uh, he sees in the newspaper, it's like, hey, they're they happen to be filming a Western like around here and they need extras. So why don't we go down there and we'll be extras because that's what you've always wanted to do. So, you know, he's trying to like cheer her up, which that was kind of nice. So then at another point in time, Marcy is in the kitchen and she turns and sees that the back door is open and she's pretty sure that she did not leave it open. So, you know, she didn't see it open by itself or anything like that. And then the lights start flickering again, like over the table. And then She turns around and sees a guy standing in the doorway. Like, she went over and closed the back door, and then she kind of, like, turned around and was walking over by the dining room table, and then, like, the light over the dining room table was flashing. And then she turned around, and there was a dude, like, standing. And she fucking screamed. The actress in this, she was a great screamer, I I thought. I mean, she just she screamed for Randy, like, that was the husband's name. And, man, she just, she let it rip and I was just like, nice, I I like that, so, so she screams for him, because he's home, uh, and he runs out with his gun, obviously, because, like I said, he's a cop, but the guy's disappeared, now, she's like, there was a, he was standing right fucking there, so he checks, like, all around, you know, the yard and everything like that, but obviously, he can't find anybody, and he says to her, he's like, well, what did he look like? She's like, well, I don't know. He's only there for a second. She said he was tall. He's like, he was looked like an older guy. She said, he remember he was wearing jeans, maybe like a white t-shirt. And Randy was like, <laughs> he's like, well, I wanted to believe her, but I wasn't really sure like where the dude could have gone to like in such a short time. And he says, and I know, he's like, but I knew that she wasn't just like, you know, nuts or whatever because it's like she's a very rational person and she wasn't really prone to imagining things. He's like, but I didn't really know what to do because I didn't see the guy and I didn't see how he could have gotten away felt the so same, quickly.
0: Felt the same way that, that night you woke me up and said the doorbell was ringing. See, they never they never believed me. Never... No, I... <laughs> I kind of thought, I know I did believe you. Remember when I checked it? but I didn't, I didn't hear it. Well, here's the, and look, I, I told you yeah, this yeah.
1: before cause I was awake yeah. and I heard it yeah. and it was like three thirty, four in the morning Yeah. and I laid there and I was like, okay, I'm wide awake and I'm pretty sure I just heard the doorbell.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, but I'm, I'm willing to, I'm like, I know I heard it, but I was like, I'm, I'm willing to think maybe it was a dream. I know I wasn't dreaming because I know yeah. I was wide awake. But then I was laying there just, like, debating this with myself, and then it rang again. Yeah. That's when I woke you up, because yeah. I said, okay, I for sure did not dream yeah. that, because I'm you, laying here wide awake.
0: upset. I had to go check that shit well, out. Well,
1: see, I didn't think it was a ghost or nothing. I thought, like, some weirdo is ringing our doorbell, because I mean, it's never good if somebody rings your doorbell at fucking four o'clock in the morning, is it?
0: No. That's I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, I grabbed a pistol, went up there, and fucking started walking around in the dark and trying to get because the there was a glass there. panes yeah. in our in the just, door at our old house trying to look through to get a certain angle to see if there's anybody yeah we're like in the looking that like that like, there wasn't anybody there Mm-mm.
1: i don't know who the fuck that was it was spooky it was very spooky but yeah. like i said if it hadn't rung again yeah. i probably wouldn't have woken you up because yeah. i would have just written it off as i know you. i heard it You're right but i would have just written it off as like well maybe it was a dream but then it did, it rang again. And I was like, okay, I for sure did not imagine that. And that's when I woke you up. So it rang two it's times. Weird. It rang two times. And that was no I'm there. sure it did.
0: Well, the garage door opened. Yeah. On another, on another time.
1: Yeah. It was, so, it was pretty weird.
0: Yeah. TV kept turning on. Yeah. Sometimes in our room.
1: Yeah. That was around that time. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. And then it
0: pulled down the fucking trim off the top of the damn kitchen cabinets. Yep. So, yeah, that's what it was. That was was the poltergeist.
1: ringing the fucking doorbell in the middle of the night. What an asshole. Yeah. Well,
0: it didn't pull the chain off the door, though. That's true. Yeah. Pow! You hear the chain going? Yeah.
1: Mark M. said, I went to college in Bloomington. Oh, well, so you know this town, then. That's where where this uh, story takes place. Bloomington, Illinois. Isn't there a Bloomington in Indiana also? Or am I totally crazy? I mean, I'm sure there's Bloomingtons in lots of states. It's kind of one of those. It's like a town like Springfield where every state has one. Um, But yeah. So later on, like a couple months later, in spring of 2003, Randy gets promoted to sergeant. So he's actually gone much longer hours. So now Marcy is home alone, like a lot more, you know, just when she's starting to get like fucking wigged out about maybe there's, there's some paranormal shit going on. So she actually starts staying at work later to avoid being home alone, like for as long as possible. You know what I mean? Now, one of her co-workers, oh, I want to kind of get into this in a little bit. One of her co-workers actually used to live in her house, like, li- like didn't live with her, but lived there before they lived there. You know what I mean? And she was like, I kind of wanted to ask her if any weird shit happened in the house, like when she lived there, but she's like, I wasn't really sure. She's like, I didn't want her to think I was nuts and I didn't, Um, you know, she's like, there really wasn't any right way to approach it. Like, hey, by the way, (laughs) is that house haunted? You know what I mean? She's like, I didn't really know how to, because she, she, I got the impression that she felt really silly, like bringing it up to anybody because she thought everybody would think she was crazy. She thought she was crazy. You know what I mean? Because like I said, she seemed like a really rational person. And she's like, I just, I, I thought I was losing my mind. But I guess a lot of people say that. So, um... Their son, Clint, finally calls. And Marcy is, like, really, really relieved. Like, he can only talk for a few minutes and everything. But she, you know, they didn't, they hadn't heard from her for, like, two or three weeks. And they were, like, wondering where the fuck he was. And they were worried about him. But he calls and they're like, okay, so that's all good. Now, after she hangs up the phone with her son, she said that she felt like, she said it felt like air, like, rushing at her, like, from behind her. Like, it kind of blew her hair and, like, sort of pushed her like that and then she's like at this point she's pretty well determined that yeah the the shit is haunted right so she just pretty much yells at the ghost to like get the fuck out of the house um you know this is my house you don't belong here blah 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 and then they show her later on in the basement doing laundry because somebody always has to do laundry in every single episode of haunting i've determined um i'm gonna have to do a poll of that i feel like every single episode of haunting has a scene of somebody doing laundry at some point and then when she's down in the basement, she starts seeing lights flickering, like, from upstairs, from the upstairs hallway. The light that flickered the most, because, like, the one that would um, sometimes flickered was, like, the sort of chandelier thing that was, like, over the kitchen table. But the one that flickered the most was that there was, like, a hall light that was right by the door that led to the basement, I guess. So she was down in the basement, and then she looked up and saw the light in the hallway, like, flickering outside it so she kind of like goes up and the lights flicking off and on and it's kind of getting dark and everything and then she's walking up the stair, the stairs and then apparently a hand reaches out from like between the stairs and like grabs her leg like grabs her ankle i don't know if she saw the f- hand or if she just felt
0: it yeah or thought that it would happen
1: or thought that it happened i'm not really sure i don't i didn't get the impression that she actually saw the hand they show it obviously like on the show but she just said she felt like something. Yeah. Like like she felt a hand around her ankle.
0: Yeah. Which... When when me and Wes were uh, walking around inside Mammoth Mountain in the, in that ski resort, every time we walked up the stairs together, we would start running because it felt like there was something behind us chasing us. But we'd look back, there'd be nothing there. Just yeah, you know, kids are, but yeah. it, it definitely a poltergeist shit going on in there. Because you go- said
1: you said you kept thinking you'd <coughs> turn around and it'd be like a skeleton. Yeah, right there, so. I kept.
0: I wanted to turn around but I was afraid to but I would anyway. There was nothing there. But uh, Wes would be running from it too like there was something back there. Yeah. Yeah. You felt some kind of pressure back there some kind of presence. That's creepy. Chasing you up the stairs. But not, no sounds just totally silent. You know. Felt like was watching you coming up the stairs with you. It's weird. So maybe she's maybe they're just trying to say. maybe they She's going upstairs, and she was always had a constant fear that something was going to grab her.
1: Yeah, I mean, Maybe. I like I said, she did kind of say that she felt did she feel a it? hand okay. grabbing her ankle, but I don't know if she actually saw a, like okay. a physical hand reaching out. But she said uh-huh. she felt like that. So she's um, understandably like pretty fucking wigged out by this. <laughs> so she calls Randy, and she's like, basically, like something fucking touched me, okay, and I don't like it. And um, he's. He doesn't really know what to do. He's like, well, I can come home, but he's like a lot of the dudes on, on a haunting where he's just like, you know, like I said, you can't, it's a ghost, you can't punch it. So they're like, well, I'm out of ideas. You know what I mean? He's like, even if I come home, like there's nothing I can do. It's like, you know, it's a ghost, presumably. So I can't do anything about it and I don't really know like what she wants me to do about it. So while, while uh, Marcy is waiting for Rainey to come home, She basically goes in there and tapes the basement door shut, like, to keep the fucking ghost from busted out of there, which, like I said, I can't really say I blame her, to be honest with you. Um, so, Randy comes home, and he takes all the tape off the basement door and goes down in there and looks around, um, and doesn't see anything. They kind of set it up like he's gonna see something, like, cause they, it kind of went on a long time, and it was kind of creepy, and they kind of, like, shot from behind various things like someone was watching him but he didn't say he saw anything he's like i just went down there and like nothing happened and then she tells him she's like look every time i'm in this house by myself she's like i feel like someone is standing right in front of me like all the time yeah i know that feeling yeah and again like he didn't really know what to do about it you know yeah he was like come on woman (laughs) <laughs> what do you, give, me some, give me something to work with well that's what i, I mean believe you, but give me something to work and with. i kind of feel yeah. like well the, the thing about it too is that it's it i think about this a lot like when we're watching the thing because i get it i get that the dudes are like they feel helpless and they feel like you know because it's like oh I, you know i can't protect my family or whatever because it's a ghost you can't punch it like i said yeah but a lot of times I think that they don't really, yeah, they, you know, the the women and the kids, like, yes, they want the problem solved, obviously, But they don't necessarily want you to punch the ghost or anything like that. They just want somebody to believe them and like their feelings to be validated, and you to like work with them to like come to a solution. They don't need you to fix it. You know what I mean? A lot of times they just want you to make them feel better about
0: it. Yeah, my friend Ed Dunham, who was in one of these, the 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 Deltona ghost, what was it called? Haunting in Deltona? Haunting in Florida. I think it was just called. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He's he's ex Army Ranger. He tried to kill the damn ghost. Says you can't do anything with it. You can't fucking punch it. You can't shoot it. It's just It's there, no matter what. He said he saw the guy. Yeah. Saw the guy sitting on the bed fucking smoking, looking at him. He said he was was wet, like covered in rain, like he'd been outside when it's raining. He said he saw him once. Little kids. His kids felt its presence and stuff. Much stuff happened. It's a good episode also.
1: I was considering, like, revisiting that one. Yeah. Because I know we did a show about it, like, a long time ago. Yeah, maybe
0: I ought to update that one.
1: But yeah, because I, when I was looking at the episode list, but I kind of want to do the ones we haven't done yet, yeah. and then maybe I need. mean, I know we we redid Summer Wind, and we've redone some that yeah. we did before. We but did that it. but that was one that I kind of wanted to redo because because yeah. you, you know that guy and yeah. um and that was actually like a pretty decent and that's yeah. not far from here like no. that house and yeah and you've driven by it before. Yeah, I
0: stopped out there and looked to see if I could pick up any kind of vibe from it, like over at mammoth, and I, I couldn't. Didn't feel anything. Just felt normal.
1: Yeah, I mean that house. Maybe is, whatever it is, it's gone. I don't know. That house is only about twenty miles from where I grew
0: up, yeah. actually, and it's not the one they show in the episode. But they you sh- said it was on the same street. It's though. on the same street. Yeah. Yeah. They show the corner house because it's real nice. The one he was in was not on the corner. It's not quite that nice.
1: Yeah, and again, that's he was just of-
0: renting it. It wasn't his house.
1: Right. That's kind of something I'm always interested in. Is like how far away
0: they. It was about five houses down. Yeah. The one that they showed. It was a nice neighborhood. it's, yeah. a, it's an older neighborhood. I haven't been to Delta it's in a nice. while. Yeah, um, but no, he he would. He, now, parapsychologists and some local spiritualists got involved. I, I really didn't really agree with that too much. Um, I didn't think the the right people were on it, but that's all he had a, access to, like a ghost hunting club, basically. Right. Although the main woman did give him the. I think pretty good advice, like, you know, tone the emotions down. You can't physically fight this thing. You you might just be feeding it, you know, feeding it a bunch of energy To, uh, or encouraging it, you know, to do more. It could be. Well, I mean, could that's be. kind of what a
1: lot of parapsychologists yeah. and, you know, ghost hunting type people will say is that, Probably sometimes, like, the best thing you can do is just pretend it's not there. Yeah. Because if you're scared of it or if you're angry or something like that, then it loves that shit.
0: He said he could hear it at night walking across the rafters up in the ceiling with heavy boots. boom, 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 Going from one um, rafter to the next. And then he said he'd hear it on the roof, walking around on the roof. He ran out and yelled at it up on the roof. I think he said he saw it. It, just, it was just a black form. Yeah, they
1: showed that in the episode that yeah. he saw like a figure up on the roof. Yeah. That's funny because, like I said, my, my grandfather's old house, which is not there anymore, it was in South Daytona, um, my all, my mom and all my sisters said that they heard yeah. somebody boots walking around on the roof all the time yeah, when Ed, they were kids.
0: Ed said he had bad dreams in there and all, all kinds, you know, bad dreams too. Interesting. I think when they moved in there, I think there was a bunch of Eating food, just sitting on plates, just left in the like somebody ran away from eating. Like that's eating right, the yeah. They showed that in the episode too. Yeah. That yeah. was like really weird. He said it was it was strange. A lot of furniture was left behind and food was left behind, like somebody just ran.
1: Yeah. See, that's pretty, I wouldn't
0: be as weirded out by furniture, yeah. but yeah, if somebody
1: just like ran out of like, like a half-eaten plate of f- yeah. food, yeah. that that's pretty weird. Just sitting there.
0: <laughs> that's I had been weird. there for a long time. You know. And the place wasn't in squalor. It's right. just like, like somebody just, just like ran left it. and then come back.
1: And then weird that like nobody especially if they were gonna rent it out, like that nobody like the Came you know, the management up. company didn't come and like clean it up or but anything. I remember that correctly, seems very weird.
0: Ed did that for a living and that was part of the deal is to go in there and cleaning it up and he I think he'd get a discount on the uh Oh I gotcha. On the thing if I remember correctly. Okay. So he was also cleaning it up and getting it ready for himself and then they would subtract that from you
1: know first
0: month's rent cuz they
1: wouldn't have to hire so they wouldn't have to hire somebody, to to somebody. Yeah, cuz he was a contractor right i got you so uh so yeah so she basically tells I think that's how he found the place
0: oh, okay i got oh, yeah I remember that correctly. makes sense I so he, he got it. a deal
1: on it yeah cuz it was kind of
0: left a little bit of a mess yeah they hired to him to clean the place up and then he realized he he wanted to rent it they subtracted that from the from, from his bill.
1: I think they did mention
0: that on the episode yeah. actually. Maybe we should revisit that yeah. one.
1: Because I actually do really like that episode. And like I said, you you know that guy. Mm-hmm. So, um so yeah, so she tells Randy that yeah, basically every time she's in the house, she's like, I feel like someone's standing like right right in my face, like pretty much like all the time and it's freaking me out. So Marcy, not really knowing what else to do, she finally decides she's going to ask the co-worker, because remember the co-worker that lived in the, her house like a long time ago? She's going to ask the co-worker about the house. And the co-worker is super helpful. Um, And that's sarcasm if you didn't detect that. Basically, she just looks at her and she's like, because Marcy's like, you ever have anything weird happen at that house? You know, and she's like, weird? Like, what, what do you mean weird? She's like, I don't know, just, you know lights going on and off by themselves or like weird noises or something like that and the woman legit like like i don't know if she did this in real life but she legit like looks at marcy and is like are you nuts like that and i was like mm-hmm. that's nice mm-hmm. like <laughs> way to be supportive there co-worker she, yeah she was like super bitchy so uh marcy was like well uh okay that was just never mind uh just forget i said anything you know so i was just like i don't know why that that scene made me laugh so much just like the way the woman was like are you nuts you know she didn't she wasn't even interested like you know she's like oh is the house haunted wow no nothing happened when i was there it's like i wouldn't be an asshole like that but you know so uh one night not too long after this uh both of them are sleeping and they get woke up or at least marcy gets woke up by a blue kind of light thing it looked like a blue glow mist it she said it was a blue mist right yeah kind of, that's what she called kind of it. like a mountain which like yeah that reminded me of like your thing because yeah. that's what you called it too yeah. like a blue mist
0: <clears throat> they didn't show it the way it actually looked for us but maybe that's the way it looked for them
1: yeah the, the way they showed it it kind of looked like in poltergeist yeah. you know what i mean like wasn't there that scene in Poltergeist where that thing like started materializing, yeah. like at the end of their bed? It kind of looked like that, yeah. like a blue glowy
0: thing. Yeah, they like, made it look like it had places, of, places of density in it. And right, stuff, right. But ours would not like that. It was just a, uh, a solid, field, like a field of energy, or like when you look across the, a foggy, you know, like like a foggy field or something. It just looks like a. A solid block of haze, so it was like that, but you really couldn't put your hand on it or anything. It, and it didn't look like smoke, it's the same color as smoke particles, like you know, smoke when cigarette smoke gets really dissipated. Yeah, kind of, it's like that, but you could tell the particles weren't moving it. We weren't sure if it was just like some kind of energy field or if you were just or if it was something that was affecting your eye to make you see it. It was weird. Me and Red sat there trying to analyze that shit for fucking hours. You know, how is it doing that? What are we actually seeing? That kind of stuff. Is it there, or are we just seeing it? Is it making us see it? That kind of. Is it really there? We don't know. If you put your hand through it; you don't really disturb it. Walk in, and it goes away. It vanishes. That like almost like a mirage. But it was real faint. But you can see it.
1: You know. Blue haze kind of thing. Speaking of haze, I was like, shit, man, driving to work this morning. I was like, it was fucking thick as pea soup out there
0: yeah
1: i could barely fucking see i was like driving down i'm driving down the street it's like six thirty in the morning and i'm like driving down the street i was like oh my god it's like hound of the bucking fucking baskervilles out here yeah. i couldn't see anything it was horrible at least there's not much traffic like until i get out of all of that but yeah so she said that she woke up and she saw like a blue mist at the end of the bed and she said it was right in front of her face and she kind of like freezes up like she sort of like reaches for it but then it disappears and then she wakes randy up i don't know why she didn't wake him up when it was still there but i guess she was like too freaked out or whatever but by the time she wakes him up it's gone so now she's basically like okay well now i don't feel safe anywhere because this is like the first time she'd seen any kind of like manifestation in the bedroom and it was the first time she'd seen like a kind of manifestation when randy was right there like he was sleeping but i mean it happened when he was in the house before because she did see that apparition and randy was in the house he just was in the other room you know what i mean but she said so now it's kind of the thing where it's like i don't feel safe anywhere like i don't feel safe in the house anywhere and i don't feel safe now when randy is home because obviously it's gonna do shit like when he's right there um so she's like well maybe we just need to call somebody and she basically said she said something funny and i wrote it down she said i wasn't looking for a support group i just wanted to know that this happened to someone else like because she wanted some validation i guess because she thought she was losing it you know so she's still kind of reluctant to call investigators though because i think she was still like i said i think she was really worried that people would think she was crazy or that you know they would laugh at her or something like that um she's like i didn't really want to like have people come to my house or whatever Now, one night, she actually wakes up and sees the guy that she saw by the back door earlier, like, the the ghost guy, like, in the white t-shirt or whatever, and she sees him in the hall outside the bedroom with two women, like, he looks like he's pushing the women, like, down into the basement, and she said that he actually turned and looked right at her, like, before he pushed the two women into the basement. So, at this point, she, like, wakes Randy up, Randy gets the gun and goes down to the basement again and you know the lights flicker and stuff like that and the ghost kind of pops up behind him but he didn't say he saw that so they kind of set it up like oh he's gonna see something but he didn't you know what i mean he was down there a long time but they kept going poo, like she put the ghost in the background but he didn't see it um so yeah a- again like he's trying to be supportive but he's like look i really don't see anything he doesn't feel anything and you know he's he doesn't think she's going crazy but he just doesn't know what to do you
0: know Mark says that it seems to be a consistent report that you have a feeling of presence in a haunted house. Yeah. I actually don't really consider it a feeling of presence. I felt it. It feels more like something's watching you and it's scrutinizing you. Not so much just a presence. It's like something's looking directly at you. Yeah, so not it, just that somebody's hanging out, but yeah. somebody's actually like... It's like they're looking at you and there's emotion behind it. That it, it hates you or or it doesn't like you or you know there is like an emotion kind of associated with it looking at you although the the emotion does kind of change it's not always like that it might even be playful sometimes just yeah I think I would rather have a nice ghost that would be nice it seemed to just mirror whatever your emotion was if you got scared it would just become more frightening If you got lighthearted about it, it would start play. But that's poltergeist. That's not ghost. Poltergeist is R.S.P.K. Recurrent Spontaneous Psychokinesis. The subconscious mind doing it. Artificial ghost. I believe there may be ghosts. I've never seen one, but I've been in a bad house, which that might be a ghost. But nothing ever moved. Couldn't prove it. Just a feeling of being watched. Bad dreams. Not just me, everybody. Everybody that went in the house. Very uncomfortable. But nothing ever happened.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so where was I? Okay, so um, basically he's like, again, he still hasn't seen anything, and he doesn't really know what to do. He's like, well, why don't you go? We'll go and work on that movie. Like, we'll go be extras in the movie just to get out of the house, like, as much as possible, because she doesn't really like to be in there by herself anymore. Now, one night... It so happens that Marcy is at work and Brandy is at home for a change. And he actually experiences something finally. Now, in the reenactment, they actually showed he's in the fridge fucking around. And you know, because they do this in, like, horror movies. It's almost as ubiquitous as that mirror thing. Like, oh, I'm going to wash my face. Oh, shit, something in the mirror. Yeah. This is kind of like, oh, I'm getting something out of the refrigerator. And then you close the refrigerator door and then there's a ghost, like, right there. So that's what they did. So he's getting a beer or whatever out of the fridge and then he closes the fridge door and then the ghost is there and it's like screaming like, "baa," like right at his face. Now, he didn't say he saw it, though, but he said he heard it. Yeah. He said it was really loud and it was right on top of me, like, I guess a dude screaming. And it was like on one side and then it was like on the other side. That would
0: fucking make my hair stand up.
1: Yeah, I would shit my pants if that happened. Yeah. Legitimately, I'm like not even yeah. ashamed to say that. <laughs> like if you if you're just like fucking around, getting some out of the refrigerator, and all of a sudden like there's some dude right there like screaming yeah. in your ear. Oh my god, I'd that be would jump out of my skin. That would be fucking horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I well shit. I jump. It sounds when I know what it is. You know what I mean? Like much less it being something from the fucking other side of the veil or whatever. <laughs> but yeah so they they showed it like on the show they showed the dude like right there like like screaming like that but he didn't see it i don't think he just like heard it but he said it was really really loud so he's like and finally i realizes you know he realized that oh this is what marcy is talking about holy shit this is fucking terrifying so he's like no wonder she's so fucked up like is if this is what she's been going through for the last few months or whatever so um so then now that they're like he tells her he's like oh my god now i know what you're talking about this is awful and then they so now they're kind of like on the same page so then they start wondering well does maybe this has something to do with that guy that died on our front lawn like maybe he's the one haunting it because like i said they lived in the this house for like eight years before any of this shit started happening and no presumably they hadn't had any trouble prior to that so they said, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's the guy that was on the motorcycle that died or, you know, maybe it's something. So they're like, maybe it had something to do with that. So um, they actually discussed moving, but um, they said so they weren't really ready to. They had been talking about moving um kind of out to out to a farm or something like that like when they retired but they weren't like retirement age yet and he's like i don't really want to retire yet and it's like so we're you know we don't really want to be chased out of our house or whatever so um what they try to do is just try to spend as much time as possible like out of the house like i said they're you know being extras they but they both end up being extras in the in the movie or whatever now it so happens that while they're on the set you know with their little cowboy hats and whatnot the director's brother, who is also like helping out on the movie, happens to be a paranormal investigator. Who'd have thought it? I was like, wow, what a coincidence that is. And his name is Rob Conover, I think is what they said. I'm not sure if I spelled it right in my notes, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. So he seems like reluctant to tell me. He's like, I'm i I'm a paranormal investigator, <clears throat> you know, it was that kind of thing but uh marcy's like well uh our fucking house is haunted so you want to hear about that (laughs) and like so she tells him all about the apparition and rob just from what she says seems very concerned about it because they're like well this apparition seems that like it's trying to deliberately scare you and he's like and that's usually bad news so um he's like basically what you need to do is control your fear because the ghost feed off the fear of them And it's like and it seems like that's what this one is doing so you know you just have to like try to not show any fear around it like you know easier said than done i guess so marcy is stuck home alone one night and she starts like sensing the ghost's presence now rob had told her to you know if you get really scared in the house get your bible or whatever and start reading the 23rd psalm so she starts doing that and then the kitchen sink the faucet like turns on by itself and marcy is like fuck this shit pretty much uh and calls rob and it's like you know get over here i of, you know I'm, I'm done dealing with this okay so um so he comes there even though it's like the middle of a storm or something like that because i think she said something about oh thanks for coming out even though the weather's so shitty or whatever so he starts walking around the house and you know you can tell he has a very very concerned look on his face like oh shit there's some bad mojo in here so he said he felt a strong spirit energy and he said he's hiding from me that's what he said i remember so there's more lights flickering and then all the power goes out. Now I will note that there was a bad storm outside. So that might not have been some ghosty shit. That might've just been like power going out because it was a storm or whatever. And then there's kind of like, they're looking down the hall and then like that blue light mist kind of situation like sort of starts coalescing down there like at the end of the hall. So Rob and Marcy kind of like light the lamp or candles or whatever. And they kind of start going down the hall or looking down there. Now Rob sees the ghost, he says and asks who he is now marcy says that she saw the blue light and she sees like the guy's outline she didn't see him like real clearly because like i said she saw the apparition before at least she said she did so rob said he sees a couple of women ghosts too because remember i said that marcy saw the the guy and like two women like and he was pushing them down to the basement and he said that he saw the the two women ghosts and they looked all fucked up like they're all bloody and whatnot and he said because he was like oh i usually see them like the way they looked them when they died i was like okay that's horrifying now they figure out that the man ghost is controlling the female ghost because you can't just have a ghost in a house you always have to have one ghost that's like corralling like all the other ghosts and being like an asshole about it so that's what you have in this situation too now rob actually senses something because um Remember, there was like the motorcycle accident, but Rob senses something that happened actually 60 years ago, he says, but it was about 60 years ago. He said, um, and Tom was talking about this earlier, but the ghost man was apparently, well, he wasn't a ghost then, obviously, when he was alive. uh, The ghost man was apparently molesting his daughter. And when the mom found out about it, they're all in the car together. And she's like, is it true? And he's like, you know what I mean? Kind of like that. And she was like, all right, motherfucker. And she's just yeah, he's like running. Like, what runs are you going to the... do about it? Right. And she's like, I'll show you what I'm going to do gonna about do it, do it, it, mother. I'm going to kill all of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, like I said, she ain't playing. So, um, so she just like crashed the fucking car and killed them all. Uh, and apparently this car crash happened on the land where the house stands, like before the house, you know, was there, obviously. So, um,. Because he says something to Marcy's like, well, there's something about a, cra- a car crash. And she's like, no, it was a motorcycle crash. You know, it just happened a few months ago. And he's like, no, no, this happened, like, a really, really long time ago. So they didn't really explicitly say that maybe the guy dying in the motorcycle crash, like, recently, maybe awakened the other shit
0: the awakening
1: yeah i think that's why they called it that because like i said they'd lived in this house for a long time and they'd never had like any ghosts before so maybe this just kind of like stirred it up i don't really know i think that's kind of what they were implying so rob's like i just i don't know i kind of i laughed at the way he phrased this i guess but he's like rob's gonna talk to the ghost i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to these motherfuckers i'm gonna talk to the ghost hold my beer yeah i'm gonna gonna go over here and talk to these ghosts for a second. But it, well, the, yeah, that's that's why I laughed because that's kind of like what his tone sounded like. I'm yeah. <laughs> go talk to your people. Yeah. Give but let <laughs> me talk to you. He's no, gonna, you got
0: to. Leave. <laughs> no, you can't stay. You must
1: leave. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, so he's gonna talk to them about going into the lake because you know that's that's what you gotta do, man. You can't like hang out. Now uh, he says that the man ghost. Um, apparently didn't want to go into the lake Well, because he was afraid he was going to go to hell or he was going to get punished for being a fuck now when he was alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which Diddling you know that
0: little daughter. Yeah.
1: Pro- well, yeah. I mean, probably that's a legitimate fear, I guess. But hey, should have thought of that before he did it. That's that's all I gotta dittling, say. Man, that's what I, that's what I mean. So Keep you know, diddlers to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's your daughter, man. Come on. Even if it wasn't your daughter, just like, you keep yeah. your fucking filthy yeah, ass paws to worse. yourself. It makes it a lot worse. Well, I know it makes it, makes it a lot worse. worse, but I'm just saying. It's like, just yeah. keep your filthy ass paws to yourself. I don't yeah, care probably. who it is. But, uh, yeah, so he's afraid of going to hell. So we actually see kind of like a flashback of. I don't know if, like, Rob really saw this or not, but it's like we see, like, a flashback of the wife and daughter, like, and they're all bloody and fucked up and everything, and they're kind of waking up in the fucked up car and they're like oh we're dead i guess and then they're like woo we got away from our <laughs> horrible husband slash dad and they start getting out of the car because there's like woo this whirly light you know what i mean so they're gonna go into the light and then the dad like tries to grab the mom like as she's getting out of the car like no you're not going anywhere motherfucker like that kind of thing and i'm just like geez even in death he's like fucking won't even let her go to the light just piss off so, uh, yeah, but basically she just gets out and she's just like, bye, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So they just like leave the scumbag hubby in the car. Um, so they just, but then they just leave his ass there. <laughs> so they just go into the light. So the man spirit, who's now back in the house, cause Rob is still talking to them, he's talking to the ghost uh the man spirit then realizes now he's alone because the wife and the daughter finally were like you know fuck off and they just like went off into the lake because i guess they were scared to before he was keeping them there somehow um so he was apparently asking rob the psychic guy if he was going to hell and if it's gonna hurt and all this other kind of stuff yeah dude said some crazy shit and rob's like I don't know. I guess you will find out. <laughs> that's, not exactly, that's not exactly. what he said. I don't remember
0: exactly what he said. He said some crazy shit that I tried to analyze. He goes, "I don't know," and he goes, and then he goes, he goes, "I don't know if you'll be punished." And he goes, th- that he says, but God, uh, what he says, the devil's punishment is much worse than God's judgment. Oh and yeah, like, is that what he said? Yeah, and I went, wait I should a have written that down because we were discussing that. Yeah, the devil's punishment is much worse than God's judgment, and I'm like, wait a minute. God's judgment against you would be that you'd be punished by the devil. It'd be the same thing.
1: Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, they didn't really think that through. <laughs> yeah, that really much sense. I'd been like, "Yeah, you're going to hell, motherfucker." Or like I said, should have thought of that before you did all that fucked up shit while you were alive. Is
0: that you're already being punished by the devil? Which I didn't really see that because he said he was in a, in a self-made purgatory. So he's not being punished by the devil. He's in purgatory. So. But what he what he meant to say is something like you're already being punished by the devil. What do you have to lose by getting judgment? Because you might, you know, get a lesser sentence. Is what is what I believe he meant. That's not what he said. And that doesn't. Yeah. The theology doesn't really. The theology, say. yeah, that doesn't. That,
1: <laughs> that doesn't line up with like Bible doctrine. It doesn't really. No. But like I said, they weren't really thinking about it. This is, uh, they're just pulling stuff out their ass. It's just uh, it's ghost stuff. They don't know.
0: Yeah, according. They According to New Testament and Old Testament stuff, I don't think there's a purgatory. The closest thing to that would be maybe something from the Old Testament called Sheol, or it just means the grave. But death, you know. There was no real afterlife guaranteed in the Old Testament. You just died. Only certain people went to heaven, guys like Moses and shit. Because heaven was. Special motherfuckers. Heaven was made for angels, it wasn't made for human souls. And if you look in the New Testament. With 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 revelations and end times prophecy, the dead when, when Jesus comes back, the dead rise from Sheol. They rise from the grave and come back to life. Eventually, they're given new bodies and they live in a new Jerusalem on earth, which is kind of like uh, the second Eden, a re- restoration of Eden. There isn't anything really about going to heaven. Not in not in the prophecy end time prophecies. Huh? Although other Christians, I think, mention it. Some people being translated to heaven. I don't really think heaven is, was the main concept in Christianity. Christianity came from like, many competing versions of Christianity. None of them really agreed. They ended up being harmonized and put into the New Testament by whatever faction won over time. But I'd be interested to say maybe somebody could pull that up. I don't think it's I don't think reward eternal reward is heaven. Maybe that's something from the Pauline material. But Pauline material says all kinds of shit. A lot of the Pauline material is fake. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about it. I was gonna say uh, I forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh well. I'm sure it was It's important. just funny, a lot of this is tradition. Yeah. It's a lot of this is tradition. It's not really scriptural
1: but uh but yeah so they get the man ghost the the dickhead diddling man ghost uh to fuck off and go to his wherever he went to to get punished forever or whatever and as soon as he fucks off uh all the power comes back on and they said they noticed that i'm uh, presuming they mean the basement door because i guess that's where you know the whole basement Thing was going on. That's where the energy was coming from, or whatever. They said once the guy, once the man ghost, kind of like dis man ghost. Once, <laughs> once he kind of like disappeared, they said one side of the door was like really, really hot, and then the other side was like cold, like normal. You know what I mean? That's what Marcy said, anyway. So then afterward, they jump ahead, and uh, you know their son Clint comes home for, I'm presuming on leave, and they introduce him to Rob the psychic, who got the ghosts out of their house. And apparently everything's okay now. Uh, The Wyckoff's actually stayed in the house. Uh, I don't know if they're still in there now or if they're even still alive, because this was a while back. But they weren't that old, um, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, but they stayed there and had no more activity. And at the very end of the show, it said they are still investigating the deaths on their property, which to me uh, means they didn't find anything anything about that hole, because that seems... Like something that, because when did he say, okay, so yeah, it would have been the fifties because it happened in, this happened, it took place in 2003 and he said it was 60 years ago Yeah,
0: that it happened.
1: So they had newspapers then, like you wouldn't, you know, (coughs) they, something like that would have been big news. There would have been, there would have been local records of that probably. Right. So the fact that they just kind of said that, oh, they're still trying to find. I'm like, well, if there was information to find, you would have found it like immediately. They would
0: have been in microfiche probably by that time, De- definitely. Yeah. Remember microfiche? hmm From another yeah, era, I... people. From another era. Least... I know. I wonder if like any
1: younger people You're in there I don't are going, know what, what the is? fuck is
0: that? <laughs> Micro... <laughs> microfiche is they take they take photographs of old. Um, Newspapers and take a photograph of the whole thing, a whole page, and shrink it down to damn near microscopic level and put it on a slide. And then they would take that and file that in a library. So you could look up any day and any date of newspapers local in your area at the library, and it'd just come on a little slide, and you put that in the microfiche film, and you could and like move it around. Thing, yeah. So that way you could have, like, a whole month of newspapers on a single Micro yeah, page, like on a little bitty, like on a little bitty slide, and there were even like guides to it because there were coordinates down and over. There was numbers to show you what and it, to land on a page you were looking for if it was an important page of where certain things were. You know what I mean, like events. But basic shit, you had to read through it. It would take forever. There was no Google search. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. sometimes you see that, like, in older movies, like, them yeah. looking through, like, the microfiche and yeah. stuff. I remember, like, because our library where I grew up, I used to go to the Ormond Library, and they had, like, you'd come in in the front, like, right by the circulation desk, and then, like, right by that, they had, like, all these little doors, because they're, like, little closets, yeah. sort of, and it was just, like, a little, this little dark cubby. That you could close in there that had like yeah. a long thing and it had all the microfiche machines so you could go in there in the dark and like yeah. scroll through the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Microfiche porn.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's probably what yeah, you know are talking there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it was funny. The uh, you They probably in certain rich areas or wealthier areas have probably put all that microfiche stuff. They probably digitized it all. I would imagine. Which that would make it so much easier because then well, you can search engine
1: it. They've been as because I do a lot of um, research for my true crime stuff and everything, and they have been slowly digitizing like old newspapers. It was, yeah. but it's kind of hit or miss. AI but, should be able to see it. And figure well, it I out. mean, they're doing a good yeah. job though because I can find like some really old ass newspapers, and yeah. it's like you can go in there and it has like the whole page and everything, and and it even um, it'll even do uh like the what um it'll. A little I can't even think of like the word that I'm trying to think of. See if you can, like, it can tell what it says and yeah, it like types it over it here. It reads
0: yeah. it and it reads it and knows what it says. Yeah, and then it can put that into into a digital format that you can search through like a Google search. That'd be great when it comes to things like land deed records and shit like that and all the fucking civil records of how property has changed hands. You could probably do a lot of cool investigation with that. Yeah, find out who, who owned what piece of property at what time and how many pieces of property they owned stuff like that
1: yeah I mean I'm sure like a lot of paper records have been lost in yeah. various fires and floods and shit like that but they do seem to be trying to like digitize yeah. everything they really cool is them. you
0: take damn handwritten letters that have survived for over hundreds of years and let AI read all that and organize everybody's all the surviving personal letter, letters that way you could look through those for any references for certain things that you may be looking for yeah. names and shit that would be really cool yeah well doesn't like um you would be able to check history and stuff
1: like well who's that like um that uh genealogy website like uh ancestry.com or whatever i feel like they do a lot of that kind of stuff yeah like they have like old correspondence and stuff like that they have a lot of that stuff digitized you can look up because they're always putting new stuff up
0: you can say i want all correspondence that was written you know on this date somewhere you know in the United States during the Civil War and I just want to see what those people were talking about was there any references to this battle or is there any reference to this person and shit they, the, people may have discussed what it is you're looking for in those letters because yeah. they wrote letters to each other and discussed shit in them
1: yeah because it's not like you could just pick
0: up the phone yeah. and call
1: somebody back then that yeah
0: that would <laughs> help fill in a lot of gaps of certain things that happened in the south yeah. as it was fucking falling apart
1: Mark says, I feel like a lot of 80s and early 90s mystery movies had the scene where the main character figures some important shit out with microfiche in a library. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of scenes like that. Yeah. Like Microfiche
0: was creepy, man. It, it is. A, it's still
1: kind of creepy. Yeah, it makes
0: a good movie scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually like a lot creepier than just watching somebody do mm-hmm. like a Google search or whatever, which is, you know, not yeah. inherently creepy. Right and I guess like the, the farther away we get from mic- microfiche technology like the creepier it will seem because yeah. it's just like this really old like anachronistic yo we have to go back to
0: microfiche oh, oh. yeah yeah. <laughs> hold on let me put my cloak on <laughs> we're yeah we go. the dust off light a we candle get dressed light this. a candle okay we're gonna go
1: check out the microfiche <laughs> Thank you, David June. What's up, Dave? Love y'alls. Thank you. We need to do, we need to print his shirts actually. Oh yeah, maybe you get should do that tomorrow. Somebody was
0: asking. Yes, yeah, right. I didn't, never got the order. You got the order? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I told I you about it. She didn't tell me about it. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah, I did. okay. I'll, I'll I'll print them. Yeah.
1: So just, I had
0: I had the shirts set aside. I just got I just got. Yeah, it. we
1: just got to print them real quick, and yeah. I got all the stuff to mail them, so we can just yeah. do it in the next couple of days. Uh, ben smart. says that microfiche is very flammable. Yeah. Mm-hmm that's why I kind of feel like they're just trying to digitize everything too because that stuff is it won't one it won't last forever and two yeah it might catch fire <laughs> so you know alright um, is that all that we have to say about this particular episode it was a good episode um, yeah I
0: actually forgot how good this one was it makes a good standalone watch kind of like you know I'll probably put it above Amityville horror in a way a lot, a lot of these episodes are actually better than the, the original Amityville movie when you go back and watch the Amityville movie it's kind of thin by today's standards. These are actually kind of better. They're good watches. And, and did this happen? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Maybe this seemed more like a straight-up ghost story yeah. than a lot of the other ones. But in a way, that's kind of like refreshing because I like that there was no demons involved. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. It wasn't like as hokey as some of the yeah. other ones. I guess. Like I hate that. I hate that a lot of them just went like in a whole demonic direction. The
0: people in general seem credible.
1: Yeah, and they didn't seem... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they seemed pretty level-headed and pretty, yeah. you know...
0: It wasn't Flights of Fancy in it or anything. Right. They weren't being attacked by Apep and ancient Egyptian gods, and scarab Beetles weren't eating them, and, you know... It, we keep, these we things, keep bringing that up. We need to fuck That episode was... Those dude, those boys were trolling. They were fucking trolling. They trolled the shit out of fucking a Haunted... I think they did. Well, and Egyptian probably gods. like the
1: producers of a haunting were like, whatever, we don't yeah. care. We just need content. We need content. Yeah. People will watch it regardless. <laughs> they don't give a shit if they, how believable it yeah, is. Yeah. Well, because like I said, it started going crazy. It's like you no, know, it's like now it's witches and now the house is surrounded by werewolves <coughs> yeah. and like all this other kind of. Oh, shit. the werewolf!
0: The house surrounded by werewolves was actually. I think that was, that was Witness, Paranormal Witness, which that, Paranormal Witness started off really good, but then that one went south. That one went hokey.
1: Yeah, and actually, for a time, we kind of liked Paranormal Witness better because they yeah. actually they had a tendency to actually show like the actual Evidence. photographs yeah. and actually they'd play you actual EVPs yeah. like from the thing where like a haunting will never does that. No. But and paranormal witness did that, but then paranormal witness started getting silly too, yeah, like, like as it went on. Attacked like it,
0: by werewolves. Yeah, you remember
1: that werewolf episode? Yeah. Holy shit! I was like, you were stop. You were yeah. not attacked by attacked by werewolves. Like, yeah. and it wasn't just one werewolf either. It was like a whole bunch of them, like surrounding the house. I was like, yeah. dude, that was a bear. Yeah, but calm down.
0: Werewolves are sexy, man. There's a whole fucking there's a whole, <laughs> a whole genre of werewolf porn. Yes, yeah. I, I, I I It's very popular. Yeah. Yeah like in World of Warcraft characters these sexy girls like Asumi and shit having going, sneaking out at night having sex with the werewolves out in the fucking forest and shit well shit that was one of the whole
1: you know, yeah. you, know and Twi- it's it's you know hot you know you know Twilight yeah Um. you know that was like her and the vampire but yeah. it, she also had a there was werewolves in that one too yeah yeah Jacob was a werewolf yeah so it was like vampires yeah. versus werewolves, and she was kind of like I yeah. had the hots for the werewolf. Yeah. and yeah. they're
0: like fucking seven feet tall, and they're jacked as fuck. They're, le- they're like the werewolves from Wolfen, big old red rockets and shit. We never did Ryan do R- Ro- we never did do Wolfen, did we? No, we need to do
1: that one. We need to do that. one. Re- we yeah. need to review that movie. I said Wolfen. I, I the Wolfen. I was actually thinking of Howling. I said yeah. Wolfen, but they, they look like the dings out of the Howling. We now we have done the Howling. Yeah. But I, I remember I wrote it down a long time ago But I used to love Wolfen, man And I haven't seen it in like, such a long time I used yeah. to see it on cable like when I was a kid all the time yeah. But uh, that's a that's a definitely a movie that we should cover yeah. Because I remember liking that quite a bit Alright, so uh, so yeah The Awakening, season 4 Pretty decent episode all around Especially if you like more ghost story ones yeah. and, and not like demonic kind of stuff and, and nothing that's like too silly This one didn't get like too silly Which I kind of appreciated uh but yeah so i guess we'll wrap it up for the evening so i can kind of get ready for to crash down for the night yeah. so wednesday night our show is gonna be i'm actually kind of looking forward to this one this was a recommendation by one of y'all i can't remember who for like a, from quite a while back and then i put it in the poll and it finally won we are going to be talking about billy Milligan who is, uh, they called him the campus rapist back in the 1970s. The fascinating thing about him was there's um, multiple personality disorder kind of thing involved, and he is actually the guy on whom the character from M. Night Shyamalan's Split is loosely based. Uh, you know, so he was the one of the first, well, he was, I think, as far as I know, like the only guy to use successfully, um, the, my other personality did the crimes and I didn't remember it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, there's actually a four part Netflix documentary about him. I think it's called monsters inside. And I'm actually watching that. Like, so I watched the first two episodes last night. And so I might watch one tonight and then I'll watch another one tomorrow night because it's like, it's, it's actually like a really interesting story. Yeah. Billy Milligan based on a true story. Um, David June, good show, peeps. Take it easy. Thank you. That said, still impressed at how jacked Tom got.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, before I'm going to shut the show down, man, I've been acting ass for a couple months. I was on trend. <laughs> I was on trend for like five months. Yeah. And only took like a two-week break in between two cycles. Because I was on trend, I thought I, I, thought I could do that. I've been off for about three weeks. I still act an ass sometimes. Y- yeah, you do. So... Y'all, y'all have, and then, and then, to forgive me, can... And then I
1: tell him he's acting an ass, and I'm then he, like, no, and then he acts like an no, even bigger no, ass no, because he doesn't no. believe me. Yeah, I don't believe it because I. But see, then, like later on, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm acting like. I, I was normal. like I know."
0: Yeah, I see. I seem normal, and then like, I, so I go crying to fucking Sophie. Man, she's doing this and that. And she goes, "No, you're you're crazy." And I said, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Thank like, you, Sophie." Yeah. So like, no, you you you're you kind of descended into madness. Sometimes. See, I told you. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then I started doing the numbers and going like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on trend. <laughs> Don't you bitches be crazy, me. Dudes be crazy.
1: Yeah. Sorry, dudes be crazy. Yeah, you
0: kind of have like these emotional fucking holograms. Or, or not holograms. It, emotional hallucinations. Emotional holograms yeah, sounds emotional, like an yeah, indie band. Yeah. You see? But I'm off that shit. Yeah. I'm on MPP now. That's a good one. I'm going to get better. You down with MPP? I'm on
1: MPP. Yeah, knew, Yeah, you
0: know me. Yeah. <laughs> and it It's a lot more mild. Got a hole in my lip. doesn't have the same mental side effects. I'm going to we'll tell you all, we got bodybuilders that listen. Like Ian, you know, he's, he's, he's waiting to do his trans cycle. Do it, man, but it's a, it's a relationship killer. You better have, and it's known for that. You act a fucking ass on that shit. And you don't realize it. You seem normal to yourself. Everybody else, you seem real aggressive. You start picking on weaker guys. Like an animal, you're trying to force them out of the damn re- breeding population. Big jacked dudes who are aggressive, you love them. You, you you can vibe with them, but anybody who's not. So you start acting bad. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> you can. So you... Yeah, you were, don't really. you were saying some
1: crazy shit this weekend. Yeah. You were, you were saying some crazy shit.
0: Yeah. So I don't really reckon... The thing is, is you say crazy shit, you don't really feel it that much. It's uh, And um, I'm
1: telling you, you're saying crazy shit, and then you just said crazier shit, and then you got mad at me. Yeah, yeah. And I was you're, like, yeah. okay.
0: You don't really take it seriously when you're saying it. <laughs> it's Bullshit. just like shit talking. Because <laughs> it's emotion. So, but I don't recommend trend.
1: This is why I drink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do a trend. That's, an, that's not the only reason. Yeah. I'm not going to do that one I've again. I've got lots of reasons
1: to drink. I'm not going to do that one again. I'm not
0: going to do that one again. I recommend more like NPP. Nandrolone phenylpropionate. New look in that one and test. It's a lot easier on you. It doesn't make you fucking crazy. Yeah. Because trend was not meant for human use, really. It was for cattle. It's cheap and highly effective and it works fast. I mean, you can I'm, work out like crazy. You can just fucking work out like crazy. Just, You're strong as fuck, and you just grow. But it's mostly shape. It's not so much size as shape. And you just eats all the fat off you. It's beautiful, great fat loss. That's that's really why I was using it, just to lose weight, lose fat. You know, I actually lost weight on it. I'm looking bigger, but I lost weight. I lost about ten pounds. It doesn't look like it, but I did because it was all fat.
1: I'm just saying, don't. Yeah, don't I don't do that anymore. Yeah, don't make me have to like dart you.
0: No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: Like, shup.
0: I gained like, what I was going to gain. I gained what I could gain from that one. There are other ones that are safer and cheaper, not cheaper, cheaper, safer, more expensive, and take longer. But they're just more pleasant. They're a lot more pleasant. They're more. They're more for human use. You know, Chen was an experiment. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no, it's not worth it.
1: Not worth it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, or at least be by yourself. Yeah. And, not, and my... not have somebody else around, like, having to put up with your ass. Actually,
0: no. <laughs> no. Most of my real crazy fucking thinking happened when I was by myself. Huh. And then I'd get around other people and uh, it would start talking and it would kind of alleviate and go away. You know what I mean? Because you'll, you'll start thinking that everybody's talking about you. You know what I mean? People plot. You get paranoid.
1: Yeah, I remember
0: you get, that. You get real paranoid.
1: Yeah, you were getting... Yeah.
0: You were you were alone. Yeah. But then when you start talking to other people you realize you are tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So it doesn't really stick with you, but you but you get real flippant with people. You mm-hmm. know? You're like, I don't want to get out of here. You're like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. What you looking at? That kind of shit. <laughs> you looking at me? Oh you want to at me? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking driving a car and You're getting like taxi See driver. a dude looking at me I'm like what the fuck are you looking at me for? you know like and he's like bro chill he, out he didn't know he just looked away he's like me. i
1: was just looking over there at the yeah, McDonald's drive through line chill yeah <laughs> yeah this is yeah. why i try
0: to like just keep ahead when
1: i'm driving yeah. i don't want anybody thinking I'm, I'm
0: looking at them yeah but you come off of it and you think you're all right still but it seems to have taken me about 3 weeks to actually recover from that cycle i'm yeah. still a little fucking crazy yeah you saw It's not as bad and like, i know i'm crazy though now before i didn't even know i was crazy yeah
1: that's good Yeah Ben said By the way I saw a cocaine bear It is amazing See it on the big screen If you can yeah. I've been hearing A lot about that It sounds kind of fun The bear gets wild On cocaine And starts racing Around the park Killing people <laughs> To try and get More of the bags Bags of coke Smugglers dropped Out of a plane Based on a true story That'd be awesome <laughs> Yeah it's at
0: the theater i like to see that With a gorilla Cocaine gorilla Imagine if a fucking gorilla.
1: I'm a I'm bear. imagining Asylum will probably do a knockoff yeah. of Cocaine
0: yeah. Bear. Cocaine,
1: <laughs> cocaine Bear versus Cocaine Gorilla, yeah, gorilla versus just versus Cocaine Alligator.
0: <laughs> you got the fucking gorilla. It's just he's got a big old fucking plastic bag. He's just putting his whole face in it. <laughs> like that, you know, and he's looking at the girls and shit, going, oh, "Shit, man, look at the titties on." <laughs> oh yeah. <Okay. laughs> I do. I
1: do kind of want to see Cocaine Bear. though. Yeah. It looks like it looks okay. super fun. But, uh, but yeah, all right, so we will be back on Wednesday uh, for the main show. As I said, it's going to be about Billy Milligan, the dissociative identity disorder rapist guy uh, that they talked about on Netflix. So yeah, and hopefully I'll get a chance to watch the rest of the... I watched half of the series, but there's two episodes left, so i got to watch one tonight and then one tomorrow night, so we'll see yeah. who, so I can get caught up on that. But uh, yeah, so thank you very much for dropping by and hanging out, hanging out with us, talking about ghosts and whatnot. Remember to like and share and comment and all that other kind of stuff for the algorithm. And we will see you guys again on Wednesday. Good night.